0: And try to clarify some of our ideas concerning reasoning, concerning speech, concerning communication, concerning debate, concerning clarity of thought, and, and anything else that uh, comes up perhaps along those lines. So, um, what can we start with? We can uh, uh, kind of describe a little bit how we typically tend to reason and, and communicate. So, uh, we would say that uh, the, the obvious but always important and preliminary thing to, to recall is that we communicate in signs uh, that are intended to communicate something other than their own self. Meaning, uh, if we uh, were uh, fighting somebody or were in a boxing match, we communicate directly that which we wish to communicate or punches. For example, I punch you uh, and I try to communicate a knockout. You punch me, you try to communicate a knockout, right? So that's direct. If I give you food, I gave you directly what you want, at least on, on the, the, the level of food. Maybe you wanted uh, something else, the, the 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 culture, the gratification. But uh, as it concerns the food, I gave you the stuff, right? I, you wanted money. Uh, I gave you five bucks. So you got directly what you want. But as it concerns language, <clears throat> excuse me, uh, or you wanted a coat. I gave you the coat. You got directly what you wanted. Uh, I'm too cold. <clears throat> excuse me. Uh, I'm too hot. You open the windows directly we don't need any language for that but language we're trying to communicate something other than the signs it could be verbal it could be sign language it could be braille it could be morse code you know the blinking lights uh it could be uh, some other system that we come up with uh, a combination of uh movements and different kinds of noises or different kind of kinds of rearrangements of uh, uh of sticks and pebbles And who knows what, it can be anything at all, but whatever it is, it's a sign for something other than itself. For example, uh, a punch is a direct idea, uh, but the term punch, P-U-N-C-H in English, is other than the, the, the actual punch food, uh, when we give somebody a slice of pizza, that's the, the goods. That's direct. But the term food or the term pizza, P-I-Z-Z-A, uh, F-O-O-D, that's just letters. And, and we pronounce them to make sounds. All right, we get the point, obviously. But this is so important to remember because excuse me, if we don't remember this, we can uh, be forever trapped in the in circular reasoning, both uh, on a technical level if we wish to understand language and meaning, and on the uh, just on the casual level of our communications, because usually we haven't really clarified this to ourself, so we suppose that we are really speaking to a person, we're conveying the contents of our mind directly to the person, and what is usually the contents of our mind, what is it that we wish to communicate, it's some or another sort of self-interest, for example, or, or an expression of an emotion, which is also we would say, self-interest, for example, I feel... Uh, good. Uh, so I give you uh, a compliment. I say, "How are you doing today?" Hey, hey, hey. Right. And, uh, now I feel bad. Uh, uh, you know, and I communicate that as uh, uh, with something mean, perhaps. Uh, no, thank you. Right. Uh, Goodbye. Right. Or something like this. Why didn't you take out the trash? Uh, why did you not do your homework uh, yesterday? Or something to our kids, perhaps. Right. And so forth and so or, or I want, for example, uh, my real intent is to. Earn some money because that's the game I'm playing. I'm a salesperson, for instance, and I I want to win and succeed, obviously, as as I should. And uh, I clothe that impulse, that self-interest with certain terms. For example, hey, I'm calling today to offer you an amazing... Product, right? Or I really want to get you this amazing deal on the car. Listen, just for you. I've never done this for anybody else in history, but for you, I'm gonna take off an additional two dollars, <laughs> additional five hundred dollars, whatever the case may be, right? So the words are just they they they're, they're, they're uh, just clothing. That impulse, that desire, that self-interest. Or for example, I want to, uh, I want to advance in in my relationship with another individual in in personal uh, along personal lines so I say hey you know you're so beautiful you're so amazing wow I've never met anybody like you uh, your eyes they're they're so incredible right but really I have a, a another ulterior impulse that that is driving such conversation so in our state of nature we obviously are born and remain uh, in, in our animal childish state and we co- consequently are the sole way we can you communicate that we have no other motive to do anything else is to to, to clothe our, our, our desires, our impulses, our emotions with different terms, and the terms then have meaning either directly as just the kind of a, a blurbs directly from our unconsciousness. For example, we uh, you know we uh, have a paper cut, ah, right, or we slam our, our, our finger. Hopefully, we don't right or a toe or somewhere, and we just exclaim something. Then it's a direct symbol for that without any purported rational meaning, or um, eh, right just by or for example a, a bad word. Uh, also, we may not think, "Oh, this this has this meaning." It's just a stand-in for for a given emotion, a frustration or anger or whatever the case may be. Uh, but uh, otherwise, we at least have some associations concerning the terms that we use. So, for example, uh, uh, we have we think of the term "love," so we think. Uh, affection and acceptance and that, that in those times that I felt uh, uh, valued or something like this. Not even necessarily rationally again, but just that these are emotional associations they're connected with that term. We think of the term charity, we think opportunity uh, for me to look good or for me to feel that I'm a good person. We think of the term, um, you know, uh, goodness. Uh, so we, we think uh, the, the time that I got what I wanted, it was good, right? Good is, is when I get whatever I want. Bad is when I don't get what I want. Uh, good people are those that help me get what I want. Bad people are the ones that prevent me from getting what I want. Uh, and so forth and so on. We have these these associations and they can get very complicated. For example, uh, I may uh, have the, the general kind of unconscious impulse to think of myself Uh, or to, to free myself of any responsibility. So now I go on the internet and I read a whole encyclopedia article on free will and I see that it's possible to deny free will. And I say uh, that that this impulse compels me to say there's no such thing as free will because I have that kind of unconscious subliminal connection that if there's no such thing as free will, I don't have to feel bad for whatever I've done. And now I don't want to feel bad. So now I'm going to say this. Or maybe conversely, I have not to pick that out right to be unfair, that conversely, uh, we think, um, you know, I'm the kind of person that always takes responsibility. I'm in charge of my life. All the success is because of me and mine. Consequently, of course, I believe in free will because that makes me look good right? I chose freely to, to become successful and, and to, to be a good person and all of this. So I believe in free will. So I say, I do believe in free will. Now, once we've made a given claim, now uh, uh, by association, other terms come in to defend our claim if we need to. For example, somebody says, but uh, I," some, we say, I don't believe in free will. Somebody says, but what about Uh, this this reason, and then we think quickly, okay, what can I say, and we're formulating something to respond, because we want to be stubborn in our view, now it's like anything else, it's like a dog has a bone and we have a a rope in our hand right, and and, and we're pulling tug of war, it's the same thing, we're we're trying to defend whatever it is that we said, or vice versa, uh, obviously right, for example, again, I, I feel uh, uh, bad about myself, so I go and, and I read up that the the only reality that anything is is atoms, the the physics. Uh, you know, I read in the textbook, it's all the just the the, uh, the electrons, right? I have these terms by association that I'm compelled to use from my unconscious impulses. Now somebody pushes back, says, now what about this? So then I look something else up, I Google something else up, I say this, or I say I don't understand, or or I just start screaming. Or conversely, again, we don't pick anything out. Or conversely, I say I don't believe. Uh, I believe in my, uh, you know, that I'm not not just my body. I believe I'm all connected and, and yada, yada, right? I read this up on the internet too, maybe. And now I'm defending it. So basically, this is how we think. We feel bad maybe about ourselves, uh, or we feel like we have a need. So we search out something to, to say, we search out, search out something to negate. Again, I did something uh, guilty. I say now I'm compelled to use the terms. There's no such thing as right and wrong. It's, it's, it's uh, incredibly unbelievable how, how we speak to people, right? And they express very strongly uh, such opinions. Uh, not to pick anything out, but just what comes to mind. Uh, they say, I really, really don't believe in objective right and wrong. I really don't believe in morality. So you push back a little bit. Maybe the person is a serial cheater in their relationship, right? So you ask the person, do you think there's any chance at all that uh, uh, you doing something that you feel guilty about has something to do with you saying you don't believe in right and wrong? No, there's no chance. None at all. I'm not, I'm, you think I'm subjective like that? I just, I think it's because you're offending me. I, I, I believe what I believe because it's true, right? Without a hint of irony, without a hint of self-knowledge, that's how we roll, right? Or conversely, maybe. Uh, a person really does believe in in, in right and wrong, but uh, also because maybe uh, my parents taught me like this, and I really respect my parents, and uh, what kind of family do you think I was raised in that I don't believe in right and wrong? You think people like me still? You think people like me do bad things? Of course not, all right? Again, or I feel uh, feel insecure. I feel small. Google, Google, uh, what's it? Type, 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 should we say? Uh, I found something nobody else knows. I found a special fact I found the conspiracy, I found the the theory that nobody yet knows, uh, the secret of the universe, which makes me better than you, and all the people that I think are more successful than me, really, I'm better than them, because I know the secret of the universe, and they don't, ha ha ha, something like that we do, and so forth, and so on, so basically, uh, in our state of nature, we have not at all developed our capacities of reason and rationality, aside from in a self serving way, and we would not call that reason and rationality at all, even if it 's very advanced remember we 're not limiting uh, these kinds of descriptions to quote unquote uneducated people or to excuse me dull people or anything that in fact it's it's very often the very opposite, and the more intelligent and the more educated we are, the more we do this stuff because the more tools that we have all right again, we examine the folk ways across the world and we find some of the most uh, to our ears uh, amazing unbelievable things that we can imagine and conversely probably our ways would sound unbelievable to to, to other people but to us it just sounds unbelievable maybe for example uh, uh, there's beliefs or or war uh, such as that uh, uh, that Anything happens at all. There's any kind of accident. There's any kind of problem. It means, for a fact, somebody betwitched uh, be me, right? It means there, there's a witch somewhere that, that put a hex on me, 100%. In each case, there's no causal relation at all between uh, anything that we would identify as biological or natural and what happens. No such notion as, as germs or disease. Germ's fine, but even even injury, right? Even you fall on trip, it's because somebody put a hex. There's, uh, uh, there's folkways like this. Uh, there's folkways where... Uh, too, too many that that uh, come to mind and at the same time none specifically come to mind but there's just uh, unbelievable uh, folkways all, all throughout history, uh, all throughout the world so we see that um, uh, but uh, these are had very frequently or were had prior, uh, within the past few 100 years with an utter lack of any kind of Education at all, but so we see that we still do the same thing, but uh, we don't just don't have the tools to to come up with anything particularly advanced. When a person is very educated, purportedly, uh, or at least on paper, now the person can, has the full gamut of, of the the physical sciences, of the of literature, of philosophy, and all of this to come up with a very particular scheme that is self-serving. Uh, now I'm a serial cheater. I don't just need to. To uh, kind of uh, do the usual, maybe I, I, I deny it. Right? Once talking to talking to a fellow that um, uh, was a taxi driver and um, in a, in a different country, and he and and he was saying how he uh, makes it a, a perfectly. He's married and with children, all of that. But it's a perfectly regular habit for him to go and visit certain uh, 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 certain kinds of workers that do certain kinds of adult things. Right? So you, to you tell him. Is this really the the way to go? Like, aren't you married? Like, is it? It's no problem at all. It's perfectly great. Does your wife know? No. But uh, it's, it's not, not any kind of problem. It's just amazing. It's, uh, it's just natural. Everybody does it, right? Everybody, every single person does. You said, no, not everybody does it. You're lying. Everybody does it. This is perfectly natural. So that's, uh, again, uh, one, one thing we can do that's very basic and simple that anybody can do. Just deny. Uh, <laughs> just have some kind of coping mechanism. Now, I have an extremely advanced education. Uh, And I can prove that there's no problem at all with what I do because uh, really the reality comes down to the quantum. Uh, waves, and and the string theory. So really, we're just a bunch of wiggling strings. And I can give you a three-hour lecture about it. And I've written five books about it. How there's nothing at all. Morality is all invented. It's all contrived. Really, there's just the strings. We don't want to pick anything out. That's not fair. But it's all equal. But uh, we're just just as an example. All right, we do that. Or, Or we, now we're... We have a degree in in history and we can offer a thousand facts why uh, all cultures are relative. Consequently, all morality is relative. Consequently, really, I'm not a bad guy or girl for uh, stealing or cheating or being selfish or being unfaithful and so forth and so on. So we see again, and this is not at all, not at all constrained to uh, uh, to, the lack of education or anything. That it's the the mindset, it's the the disposition of of our heart and our mind. Are we still self-serving selfish animalistic and then if we are it doesn't matter what comes out of our mouth it could be the most advanced things or the simplest things but it's the same idea it's the same notion it's the same concept All right on the on the contrary we can be uh, very simple minded and we can have excuse me uh, a very uh, low degree of, of knowledge technical knowledge and education. But if we're honest and we we work to to overcome our selfishness and our vanity, everything that comes out of our mouth will be gold. It'll be great. I'm a a salesperson of uh, of watermelons in in a tiny village somewhere uh, hundreds of miles away from any big city. But i uh, so- some way or another, I've had the, the merit to-, to work on myself, to become a decent, honest, uh, hardworking, uh, ethical person. And uh, every interaction, I can only kind of just have simple interactions. I don't know about the strings, the string theory. I don't know about history. I don't know about these things. But I know how to tell the truth and how to respect people around me. And consequently, have a great impact on the people that I sell watermelons to uh, for-, for years. Uh, I-, I make a or- or substantial enough impact. They uh, I-, I-, I treat everybody politely, fairly. Uh, I charge people property, that's, that's something worth respecting now, now again I could have know all the things in the world all the jeopardy questions in the world have all the PhDs in the world but I'm still selfish and self-serving then it does, it's not It's not what we'd call anything worthwhile or rational or anything like that. But anyhow, that's a little bit off topic. But it's super important to remember that, uh, again, those are two defining characteristics of our reason. In our communication, in our state of nature, which is uh, a total uh, lack of consideration of what our words actually stand for, And further, a total uh, self-serving, completely self-serving agenda where we're only capable of of thinking of things as they relate to our own self, no matter how technical they are. Just another story briefly comes to mind. recall one time I was at a a, a lecture by a a, a scientist, a a chemist, and he gave a technical talk about uh, chemistry, about science, things like that. And afterward standing in line to, to ask him questions. There's a lady in front and she said, uh, uh, heard what uh, heard what she said. So she basically said, you know, I don't know anything about chemistry. I don't know anything about science, but I just want to tell you that what you said really resonated with me. I really agreed with what you said. All right? so, this is another example. Uh, uh, whatever we hear, we're relating. Do I know about this? Does this make me feel smart? Does this make me look good? Does this make me right? Uh, uh, can I? Do I agree? Does this resonate with me? All right? It doesn't matter whether I know what it is or not. If it resonates with me, that means I'm smart, or that means uh, it's good. If it doesn't resonate, right? So this is how we think. We're entirely, just a blanket, blanket uh, of selfishness and and self-servingness. Not because, further, the disclaimer, not because we choose this in some kind of way, or we mean anything other than good. This is just the the state of nature. Just like a baby is the same way, or a little kid. We just remain in that way, unless we work to get out of it. So we want to talk about how we can Get out of it, and here again, in light of uh, uh, how to reason and, and how to communicate. So the, there's a couple of keys that the media that come to mind. One, if we want anything different than this, is we have to value what we say very, very much. So, meaning our words have to mean something other than simply emotions and other than simply self interest. How do they? How do how do we do that? So we would say one thing to do is to turn to a dictionary and define the words that uh, uh, we use. Love, let me right-click on Microsoft or whatnot and see what it says. Maybe it says affection. All right, justice, peace. Excuse me. Right, wrong, true, false. Let me right-click and see. But the problem with this is that definitions are offered in words, also in words. And consequently, we would need to define those words and those words and those words. And ultimately, if we don't know any words at all, uh, and we, we, we will never uh, get out of that loop, for example, we uh, right-click on a language that we don't know whatsoever. Maybe we speak only English, we don't speak Chinese, so we right-click on the Chinese word, and we get a definition in other Chinese characters. So we right-click on those Chinese characters, and with the same thing and the same thing, no matter how much we right-click, we will never ever understand the, the first thing about Chinese, because it's a closed loop. So how do we get out of this closed loop? We have to refer the terms, at least uh, certain terms at a certain point, to what? We would say to what we can call direct experience, which is not to oppose that to anything other than itself. To reality, basically, but what we we identify uh, if we want or we can identify as our experience, as what there is. So, for instance, uh, if we want to define uh, food, we right-click that which uh, is is a sustenance or sustains uh, us physically and provides us energy. What does that mean? I click on the word energy. That which enables, uh, the, again, uh, a person to, th- to function. What does that mean? That which... So we keep going like this. How do we get out of the loop? We have to eventually eat food. We have to eat food. And then we say, ah, this is what is meant by food. Now, the more I eat food, the more I understand what what is going on here. Not the more I understand the word food, The more I understand the the extra-linguistic, meaning that the reality that's not simply linguistic uh, uh, that's here uh, at hand, right, for example, there's different sorts. What what I call food, I can cook it, it can be raw, it can be a snack, it can be quick, it can take a while, it can be fancy, it can be cultural, it can be plain, it can be, uh, we say expensive or cheap, it can be from the trash can or from the five-star restaurant. There's also many variations, but essentially I clarify this, this territory of experience. I get the idea. Uh, I see what's common amongst all these instances. I draw similarities, uh, and, and then I have really a, a, a clear notion of what uh, is meant by the term food, or a clear notion of this reality, and then which I can refer to with the term food. So now, how do I communicate this reality to another person? I have to consider the what I have really realized, the ideas that I've really realized, uh, uh, aka all these experiences with food, and then I have to think, what word Do I need to select in order to convey the experience, the reality that I wish to convey to another mind in such a way that the mind can understand what I mean? So, for instance, if I say um, I I want to say uh, I want food, right, but I misplace or forget the word food and I say I want blah, 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 will the other person understand what I said? No, unless previously I clarified that blah blah", blah, blah means that which I normally uh, wish to designate with the term "food," The person will not understand no matter how many times it saying. As I said blah blah blah, yeah. don't you understand? no, A person will not understand just the, as again, we, if, if we don't speak a, a different language, so we need to think what term in this person's vocabulary represents an experience that I, the, the same experience that I've had and that I wish to bring to their mind. Insofar as they have eaten, which we assume that they have, maybe there's a very exception, somebody's always been on a feeding tube, whatever the case may be. But insofar as somebody has eaten, we presume that they have had an experience akin to mine of eating. Now... Uh, uh, it's it 's not that simple because the the range of experiences here vary tremendously, for example, if I grew up a, a prince or a princess and i 've only ever been fed the best and most expensive food, that can be very my notion of food can be very different than if I grew up super poor uh, a breadcrumb here a breadcrumb there, and yet we would say there 's still some point of similarity there 's still uh, no matter how uh, n- nice the food I usually eat uh has been uh, right. if i go for a while without eating i'll feel a certain type of way and so will the pr- other person maybe also in one case it'll be uh hours it would take to feel what we call hungry in another in another case minutes depending on on the um, uh, kind of uh r- food intake that we're used to the um, whatchamacallit the, the rate of it the intervals in between it all right so but if i'm very very careful and i think okay here i wish to designate specifically the experience the notion of consuming material such that it takes away that feeling uh, and that it gives me energy and allows me to live as I understand it. What word does this person know that will bring that experience that they have had to their mind all right if it, if it 's an English food let's say all right uh, or if it 's another language and uh, in another language, does this person speak English they don't speak English, how do I say food in their language? let me excuse me. Let me go on Google Translate or a different translator. <laughs> Let me go on a different, any translator I want and find the word uh, for food. All right, so we do that. Now, I said that word. Ah, I get the point. Now, I can also communicate with sign language. I can also point. I can uh, pretend I'm eating uh, with a spoon or whatever, shoveling things in my mouth. Whatever the case may be, but somehow I'm trying to communicate that experience, that idea, that notion, whatever word we want to use to the person. Now I've done that and we're on the same page at least in some ways. right? So here it's simple enough and here when as it concerns these basic things we see we're able to communicate and have trade all over the world and have barter and all these things. Why? Because one thing that's universal is our self-interest. One thing that we know is how do I get mine no matter what culture I'm in no matter what it is and, and uh, consequently, concepts such as, as money or at least as something that, that serves the role of money. It might be in, a, in a, a hunter-gatherer society. It might be beads. It might be just directly goods. I'm going to give you this uh, food that I uh, collected and you give me th- this food that you hunted. Something this, but something s- serves as, as a sign for, for that uh, transaction of value. All right? We all understand food. We all understand these basic things. So we're able to communicate. But the problem is that as soon as things get even slightly more complicated... At least uh, uh, some of the factors that we discussed uh, uh, by and large almost always tend to enter into the picture. Self-interest, self-serving stuff. Uh, a lack of concern for words, and consequently, beyond these very low levels, we find communication uh, with each other very, very difficult. We don't have a universal notion about what it, what it, something such as truth or peace or justice or love or anything that means. Everybody has their own notion, which chances are, again, is self-serving and selfish and, and not clear and ambiguous. So if we want to counter that, what we do is we do not simply uh, speak in, in, in words that are expressing our emotions and our self-serving agenda. But we again think very clearly, what is it exactly that I wish to communicate to the mind in question? What experience, what range of life, of being, of ideas do I wish to communicate to this person? Now, let me try to pick out the clearest words that I can, the simplest words that I can in the language that I uh, am acquainted with or that I speak in. And that I believe stand for the closest possible thing in, in the person's mind to the same experiences. All right? And if I do that very, very carefully, I stand a good chance of uh, conveying something to this mind. Now, obviously, the, the, the person in question might not have the same frame of mind, might not be interested in, 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 in receiving objectively uh, and precisely a given thought that I have to, to share. And, and in that case, I might have to go through extra steps. So, for example, I want to convey the notion to a person, I want to explain some kind of um, uh, some concept to, to to a person, but the person, uh, uh, obviously, as is the status quo, interprets what uh, he or she hears in light of self-interest, in light of of uh, of oneself. So, for example, I heard the concept, uh, a complicated concept to do with, I'm going to call it free will or a lack of free will, right? We have free will. We don't have free will. That's not obviously the point right now. It's just as, as an example because we hear these things said, right? So now the person has heard these terms and, and how do we interpret it? We think, okay, well, how does this make me feel? Is this to my self-interest? What have I said prior? Uh, what, what's my view on this? How does this stand in relation to the other opinions that I hold? Will this make me look foolish? Will this make me look bad? Will this m- uh, make me feel guilty eventually? Will this incriminate me in some way? Will this make me self-conscious? So now this is how uh, the uh, other person, in this case, interprets what we've said. And then the person b- uh, fires back with some kind of reaction from the unconsciousness uh, uh, that, that's uh, uh, kind of in light of, that, that's custom-tailored uh, to, to their needs based on on we uh, on what we said. For example, I agree, I disagree, you're right, you're wrong, I believe, I don't believe. So now the, the, the status quo is that our unconsciousness fires back something because uh, uh, either, uh, oh, this person agrees with me. Great. Now we can hold hands and hug. We agree with something. All the other idiots in the world, they don't understand like we do, but we understand. Or it could be you disagree. You're contradicting my interest. You're contradicting my uh, self-image and my self-esteem needs. I have to say something back. I have to begin to argue. Fine. we've, We've had enough of that. But if we want A higher alternative, we have to then realize what's going on and say, okay, my objective here is to communicate my idea clearly to this person. How do I do that? Let me rephrase what I said. And then let me say, let me ask the person, how did you understand this? How did you understand this? So we say, we give another statement, and then we say, please. Explain back to me how you understood this. So now the person, uh, uh, chances are, say, says something very vague and ambiguous because it's still in that, un- said in light of that unconscious selfishness uh, that uh, normally is all encompassing, and we have to kind of help a person break through it a little bit. So now we say, please define this word that you use, please define that word. So we push and push until we have referred. Uh, to experiences that the person has had. And again, by the term experience, we don't mean as opposed to something other than it, right? Like, oh, experience versus rationality, but we don't mean that. We mean anything at all. Any kind of reality that a person has experienced in any way whatsoever, at any time, in any place. Uh, Whether we want to call it mathematical or rational or emotional or physical, anything at all. So, uh, But we refer back to some kind of reality the person is intimately familiar with. That's not merely verbal. Excuse me. We keep pushing until that's done, and then we help guide a person back to the more complicated argument with nonverbal realities in mind to where a person says, ah, I get it, I understand what you were trying to convey to me. And we see that real, the light of real understanding is a tremendous pleasure, uh, even for the, those of us that are not used to it or, or acquainted with it. It's a tremendous pleasure, and, and that's really the only thing that can really move a person and, and, and and, and change a person, again, a person goes through his or her whole life and never has a single truly rational conversation, uh, perhaps along uh, lines uh, similar lines as, as we're describing where we're really referring to extra linguistic realities, we're really clarifying uh, what we're saying, what well, the other person is saying, person's never had a conversation like this in their life, and the first time, it's, it's, uh, it's mind-blowing, it's shocking, uh, wow, I can access realities in complicated ways. Uh, that uh, uh, that that will really kind of shed light uh, uh, on different things. Not simply words that, that are said, again, purely as an expression of my self-interest and desires, which I've been doing my whole life. But really, I can see, could clarify an idea. I can see it with my inner eye, with my intellectual eye to so say. It's really amazing. And then hopefully, uh, the person will uh, take the, the given insight, if it's a positive insight, uh, with uh, him or her. Uh, and we would say anything that's totally clear uh, uh, is, is what it is, right? We say false, uh, uh, more we would say it's another complicated topic, but you can quickly perhaps touch upon it. What do we mean when we say false? That's not true, right? How do we know that uh, uh, what we know is true and all that? So we would say, uh, again, when we simply stick to the verbal, there's so, so many issues. So for example, I say that uh, the, the, the king of France is bald, right? Is this true or false? How do we prove it, right? So it would say, it's because I said a bunch of words. Now, if I think, how do I, uh, uh, what do these words stand for? What do these words mean? There has to be uh, a king of France, right? And I have to be able to look at, or a person who other people say is the king of France. I have to be able to look on his head, maybe beneath the crown, and I'll see that there's no hair there. Now, if I find an individual who I show this picture to all the people of France and every person or every sentient uh, person, uh, we'll say yes, that's the king, and not joking, and not in a prank manner, not to prank us or punk us, but but really. And then we check the law books, and we check uh, all, all the the different uh, kind of. Uh, places that we can check and we see there is such an institution of of, of kinghood and this is the person's name and we go to the parson and this appears to be the parson. Uh, again, we could go further. We can do a DNA test of whatever the, the, verif- uh, the, the criteria is to verify. Uh, but, but then we would say, yeah, there's a king of France and the king of France is bald. But if we go to France and we ask, is there a king? One person says no, uh, the other person says no, uh, the other person says no. We go to the the, the law courts, no, there's no pictures of kings, Nobody saying he's a king. Then we would say, is the statement true or false? We would say this statement brings to mind uh, a conception that is alternate to that which I would uh, am per- experiencing now in real life. It's not a question of a simple sensation, it's a complex experience. Uh, Also, that's another topic that reductionism is a big problem, right? I need a specific sensation to prove or disprove the fact that the king of France is bald. No, it's it's a complicated experience of going to France and trying to figure out the layout of their... uh, of their government <laughs> and, and, and whether or not they have a monarchy, which they don't at, at this time, right? As we understand it. So it's not a simple sensation. But anyhow, we, we contrast these experiences. We say it's false, meaning the statement is uh, brings to mind a reality which is other than what we perceive. But if we simply stick to describing clear thoughts and clear experiences and clear perceptions and we pick out the words that are appropriate for them, uh, we again, we, we don't want to rule out there's other complexities and there's other things we would say, but we have a much greater chance of, uh, of being for, uh, upright, honest, uh, uh, sincere, earnest individuals. So that's the idea. Uh, that's a, an alternate way to, to communicate. But for that, we have to w- w- will it, right? We have to want it. We have to see the good in, in, a, in a higher mode of life, in a higher mode of, of thought and communication. Excuse me. And we have to discipline ourselves to be honest and precise, in our speech uh, at all times, even in our head. And we can't just say things just because we want to. We have to ask ourselves constantly, is this true? Is this what it is? Uh, And uh, and consequently, hopefully move in that direction of a truly rational human life, a part and parcel of which is, of course, truly rational and human interaction. So let's think about it and do it. Thank you for listening.